All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk. Live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. Stuart Skinner got a shutout and the Oilers beat the LA Kings. Welcome into Oilers Nation every day, live from the Sports Closet Studio. Go get a Stuart Skinner jersey. We all owe him one. What a game by big number 74. What a win for the San Jose Sharks. I mean, the Edmonton Oilers. Sharks also beat the Golden Knights. That was true. And that game mattered more. Couldn't get it done in regulation, though, could you, you buck? I saw that. I was like, ah. Nice. They <laughs> lost tonight. Ah, but they got a point. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We're going to get into everything today on the show. A post-win edition of Oilers Nation Every Day, streaming live on the Nation Network YouTube, where our boy Toby B has the first comment. Skinner, unbelievable game. Stew. That's how I imagine he said it when he typed it out. Uh, Van says Skinner, the brick wall. Chris Walkling, we are a team of destiny. We are winning the cup. I will not be convinced otherwise i love it i love the positivity today in the chat and how could you not be positive after the edmonton oilers beat the la kings to nothing a game that actually felt a lot like game seven last year against the la kings which was the last shutout for the edmonton oilers it was a goal early mm-hmm. i know cc scored in the second period in that game but a goal whatever late in the first really tight checking a lot of chances each way, but I still felt like each team kind of brought their best when you look at it from a defensive perspective. Like, I didn't think the Oilers were bad defensively. I didn't think the Kings were bad defensively. Just a really tight hockey game, and the difference was goaltending and superstars. Yeah, and 
that's where the others have the advantage, especially in the superstars category. It was, uh, yeah, it was intense, wasn't it? These last couple of home games the others have had against Vegas and LA, I think everybody on the ice just knew how much they meant and everyone in the arena did too. And I'm, Oilers did what they needed to do. And yes, it was a tight game, but there was never a point where I thought, damn, the others are going to let this one slip. I thought they were actually in full control for pretty much 58 minutes. Mm-hmm. There's someone in the YouTube chat, Dwayne Shoots Toys, 126,000 subs. I saw that. Hey, Dwayne, help us get our subscriber count to 10K if you uh, <laughs> if you got some free time, my guy. Uh, yeah, the chat's absolutely buzzing right now, as it should be. Bag milk is here because it's a Friday BM that felt like a playoff-style victory yesterday. Spicy. I liked it. There was, it, 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 it was intense right from puck drop. The Oilers were playing well. This is a different team than they lost, than lost to the Kings in January. They're just not the same. They're much yep. bigger. They they kind of bullied the Kings at times. It was mm-hmm. fun. I liked it. It was a uh, yeah. They I liked what you said that they they bullied the Kings at times because I felt last time they the fights were they were good to see, but they were out of frustration. I think for the most part yeah. when they played last time. Where this time around there was obviously no fights, but like if the Kings wanted to fight, the others were going to start that fight. They weren't yeah. going to just be something that had to happen. It was like, all right, you want to get around here then. They weren't passengers in that game. A little piece of Vincent Dehane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Let's roll some highlights here, Aaron, as we talk a little bit about last night's hockey game. Uh, This is the goal that made it 1-0. A great little effort by Kyler Yamamoto as well. pass, though. Yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, The finish. All Just that literally the whole whole sequence was... Just great, just exactly what all three of those players are capable of doing. And it started with just, you know, kind of a little turnover in their own end. And it's one of those things where you give the Oilers an inch and they take a mile and head up the ice. So um, we're going to talk about Drysaddle specifically in a second, but I wanted to make sure Yamamoto got some love for that goal as well, because I thought he had a really good game. He was a little buzzsaw for the Oilers, even just the play there, right? Like it's late in the first period. Don't just chip it in. Recognize that I can make a move here and get around a guy and help create a scoring chance. So I love that. Uh, let's let's jump into our three big things uh, from last night's hockey game brought to you by our friends at Betway 19 plus. Please play responsibly. If you had the Oilers shutout last night on Betway, oh boy, that is some good living. Let us know. Let me know in the chat if you bet uh, the Oilers shutout. That's Do you know what I bet? What'd Do you, you want to hear it? Yeah. The Oilers scored two goals. McDavid. Evander Kane. And you had those two. I had them both in the pre-built bet on wow. Betway at a nice, tasty little plus 300. Thank you. Nice. Oh, I Very missed juicy. mine yesterday. Yeah. But I don't care. Why would you? The others won. That's all I mm-hmm. bet. Every night, that's all I want to gamble on is the others to win. Simplify yeah. Yep. So it was epic. Uh, let's start. Big thing number one, the guy between the pipes, number 74. He was just outstanding i mean it's a perfect game right he didn't let one past him but the thing i like about it like don't get me wrong there were some big saves there were Mm -hmm. some impressive saves Mm -hmm. but he just looked so solid like he in a way made a 43 save shutout look easy in my opinion that way he was absolutely nails there was a save on the gavrikov one which was kind of a knuckler and a save that you wouldn't usually see a goalie make and i know it was late in the game but once that happened i was like this is in the bag like mm-hmm. once he was like making just absurd saves like that, where you're not supposed to make those ones, I thought, okay, Stu's got this one. It's been a long time coming. Last shutout was 
game seven versus the Kings. Yeah. And they won two nothing. So quite funny how that worked out. And and it was Connor McDavid who scored the second goal in the third period in that game as well. Uh, BM, you happy to see Stuart Skinner kind of get it back on the rails because he struggled there for about a week. Man, he was great last night. He was just, he looked big. He looked confident. He was kicking rebounds out to the corners. Everything you want from your goaltender, Stuart Skinner was doing. He bailed like that breakaway. Who is that? Is that Kempe? Yeah, I think so. He bailed out his defenseman there. That's exactly what you need sometimes. And then he also made the shots or the saves that you expect your starter to make. So yeah. just a great night for Stu all around. Happy to see him get the vest, deservedly so after the game. Great, great night for Stu. Yeah, that was a crazy stop on that breakaway there. And it just felt like kind of like what you said, like he made some stops early on and then you were like, okay, he's dialed tonight. Mm-hmm. And there really throughout that game weren't a lot of concerns for me. There weren't a lot of moments where I was like, oh boy, like I'm because it was just like, man, we got Stuart Skinner at the top of his game right now. There's no reason to be worried about this team. I thought they played great in front of him as well. Uh, Les says Stu's rebound control last night was spot on either by covering it or playing it into safe areas. I agree with that as well. Like how many times did the LA Kings get a second opportunity at any point? It was a lot of one chance and done out it goes. Yeah, there was the one I'm thinking of, which maybe could have bit them, but they missed was the one where he kind of rebounded out to didn't know when he had the empty keys, but the puck bounced mm-hmm. over his stick. But besides that, like, can't really think of a chances where it was like, oh no, like, here's a good secondary chance. And to be honest, if there was, it was probably just overshadowed by a great save by Stuart Skinner. Yeah. Uh, and just, he was quiet in the net too, you know? I like that. It wasn't yeah. a lot of movement side to side. He was just big. He was in position. He was square to pucks. This is getting a lot of attention in the chat. So let's go to our second big thing is the big man, Connor McDavid, right? I mean, the Oilers stars were their stars last night. The first goal, all dry side, we'll touch on him in a second. But the game, the game McDavid had almost didn't happen because of that hit early on to Mikey Anderson. He was given two for boarding. Uh, Riley is in and says, I try to be a good person, but I can't lie. I took some pleasure in watching Connor McDavid delete <laughs> Mikey Anderson. Uh, Eric said Mikey Anderson looked like weekend at Bernie's after that hit. Um, I mean, no, you never want to see a guy get hurt, but when it's a guy who pretty in- pretty clearly intentionally hurt Leon Dreisaitl in last year's playoffs... With one of the dirtiest plays that I've yeah. seen in quite some time. Like... I mean, at least with McDavid, you could be like, ah, he's just, you know, it's a bad hit. I actually thought he should have probably gotten the boot for it. I was I worried about it when I watched it live. I know you were at the game, Tyler, yeah. but I, I was, when I watched it live, I go, oh no, oh no. Yeah. Well, and then the refs do their little huddle and you're like, I was just waiting for them to point in the box and like kind of tell him to head off. But he's lucky he didn't get the boot. I, I this is a hit that I just hate in the NHL. Yep. And I really want the league to get rid of it. McDavid thought Anderson flopped. And there was the shot apparently on the broadcast of him looking at the King's bench saying flop. Yeah. Hilarious. Well, um, he, he, to be honest, he got lucky that Anderson, when he hit the boards was upright and not like, yeah, you know, I think it would have been a different, yeah, different scenario, but the LA Kings called up a defenseman today. So my so yeah, like, I mean, he's not looking great for him at the moment. Listen, I know it's again, Mikey Anderson and it's Connor McDavid. And I understand the Oilers fans in the chat are going to feel a certain type of way about it. I don't (laughs) think he was weak on his feet. That was not a clean hit. (laughs) If that would have happened to one of the Oilers, we would have been screaming for five and a game. Of course. So McDavid is lucky he didn't get kicked out in that hockey game. He then goes on to, well, score his 300th goal of his career in just his 563rd game. Uh, He's up to 63 game winners, although last night's not technically a game winner. But that goal was unreal. Again, this is why you play Connor McDavid on the PK, because even when it's 4v5, he's dangerous. 
the nastiest part of this goal. Well, there's a bunch of just extremely nasty parts of this goal. That was the only tweet I think I had last game was just the word nasty. Um, but one, to pick it up shorthanded and again, be like, I got two guys flat footed. I can cut through them. Okay, that's sweet. But that little cheeky shoulder check at the blue line when he knows he's in all alone and just wants a little double check, just wants to make sure there's no one creeping up on him, a little boop. And then, I mean, he knows he has all the time in the world. He's not going to miss those chances. Corpusalo absolutely hung out to dry. Sally's great. And a great fired up Connor McDavid tells you that the playoffs are just around the corner. Mm. There's very few players in the league that can do that. Luckily, we have two of them on our team. And yeah, Connor McDavid just ends a drought. I like the little fist pump by Bukestad in the box. Yeah. You know? Um, the thing that's was, funny to me about this goal, Tyler, as we're watching it, Aaron's got it up on the on the screen here. Mm. He hits his own blue line and he's already created like four or five feet of separation between him and the, and the defenders. You just can't catch him. He's yep. gone. And he gets up to such a high speed that once he does that shoulder check of the blue line, it's almost like he doesn't even need to take another stride. Like he can just more or less coast in. Great shot. Huge goal too. Cause yep. going into the third period when they were up by one goal, I thought it was like, there's no way that's going to end one, nothing. The Oilers need at least one. Cause if you look at it, Corpus Allo, another great game against the Oilers, 35 saves and a nine forty six. Like generally when your goaltender has those numbers, you come up with the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know we're having a little bit of a stream issue today. Um, if we had a sign for days since stream issues, the count would actually be pretty high, to be fair. Almost double digits. Yeah, probably almost double digits. Uh, Shawnee Calgary says the stream is crashing like the Kings fans' emotions. Yeah, apparently the broadcast crew in LA was pissed last night. But again, I don't blame them. Like, I actually do think <laughs> that was a dirty hit. But Connor McDavid, that big goal, the big selly, everything. That is our second big thing from last night's game. Third for our friends at Betway. Leon Dreisaitl, if you didn't know, he's the best passer in the NHL. Really making me eat my words on the take that I thought Connor McDavid was the best passer in the NHL. No, Leon Dreisaitl, that's just ridiculous. To do the no look on your backhand right on a guy's tape. Like, Evander Kane didn't have to think about anything. He just had to fire that damn puck. That's... They're... No one else in the league can really make that pass. Like, it's just unbelievable the stuff he's doing right now. And for a guy in Leon Dreisaitl, who even though the points were there earlier in the season, he said himself he didn't feel like he was playing his best hockey. I think he is playing his best hockey right now. The effort's there. There was a couple times last night where I was like, who laid that hit? And it's like, oh my God, that was Dreisaitl, like going out of his way to run some guys. He is hitting a level that honestly, I don't know if we've ever even seen from Leon Dreisaitl. Like He's got 70 assists this year. It's insane. He's racked up, I think, 15 of them in like the last six games or something like that. I, I don't know the exact count, but there's a lot of them as of late. Mm-hmm. If he stays upright and stays at this level, the Oilers are unstoppable come playoff time. 100%. They've got the two best players in the league absolutely yeah. buzzing. And yeah, Leon... <laughs> It's just amazing, isn't it? Like the pass he made then, and it was only like a few games ago, he also did another blind pass to McDavid in the overtime winner. Yeah. Like, just to have that, the sense of where your line mates are supposed to be and where, like, just the chance you risk taking that too is like high risk, high reward. And we've seen it kind of both ways with him a little bit this season, but boy, oh boy, I'll take those passes all day, even if one of them gets to a Kings defenseman and gets on a breakaway. The thing that's amazing about it. Amazing is Electronic Jordan said it last night on Twitter. It's just, if you see how fast it happens, Leon takes the pass, it kind of bobbles up in his legs, takes a quick glance over, sees where Kane is, instantly spins it right onto his stick. Like, it's just like that he makes the decision in a perfect pass. It's unbelievable. 
Yeah. Uh, guitar maniac dry settle con- crunched Gavrikov. Yeah. He, uh, he hit Gavrikov really hard. I think that's, uh, I think that's the one hit I was thinking of in last night's game. I think that one was in the first period as well when he gave him like a really solid run. So, Oh, and then Aya follow was like whacking him on the bench. Oh yeah. I guess you want to have seen that. God, mm-hmm. Aya follow was driving me nuts last night. They're the Kings are wildly unlikable. They really are. Uh, they're the worst. Absolutely worst. Terrible. I, I hate the Winnipeg jets. And the LA Kings are slowly creeping into that group of me too. It's just the two teams I just can't stand. Anaheim was in there for a while, but now they're completely irrelevant to the league. So I don't hate them as much, but boy, oh boy, do they just have some players that you see and you're like, you're just being a greasy little boy right now. Well, I mean, go through the team, right? Like Victor Arvidsson, rat, Philip Deneau, rat, Drew Doughty's a rat, <laughs> Trevor Moore's a background character, Vladislav Gavrikov, revenge game went well for the Oilers, yeah, nice. Alex Adler's a rat, Blake Lazat, yes. don't even know who that is, Aya follows annoying as hell. Um, Zach McEwen, Rat, Adrian Kempe, small and annoying. Anzi Kopitar, washed. Mikey Anderson played 25 seconds last night. LOL. So, one of my favorite things with Drew Doughty was he was trying to cause some ruckus by the net, and then he somehow got matched up with Evander Kane behind the goal line, and he got real quiet in a hurry. It was actually. Were you guys both at the game? No, I didn't end up going. So there was um, and. Rightfully so, Drew Doughty had a point on this one, but it was when the Oilers were on the power play and Zach Hyman just absolutely slashed Doughty right <laughs> across the front of his skates, like kind of high ankle, I guess you could say. And he was furious. And you could hear it on the broadcast. I was like, all those times you've done that. I am glad it's finally catching up to you, Drew Doughty. Mm-hmm. Great player. But boy, oh boy. Had it coming. Yeah. Curtum says the Kings are a dirty team that get away with dirty plays. They get away with a lot. It's yeah. actually like ridiculous. Again, wild. for that fan base to be complaining as hard as they were about the Connor McDavid hit, it's like, watch, actually watch, because I know you're Kings fans, you don't actually watch. Actually sit down and focus for 60 minutes of hockey. The Kings get away with murder every second shift. It's ridiculous. Didn't they have someone get suspended for biting? Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Yeah, yeah. Brendan Lemieux got suspended five <laughs> games for biting. Get out of here with, with talking about anybody being dirty. <laughs> How about uh, that, uh, the Ekholm hit on Arvidsson? Oh, beauty. Days. Viking that, shit out that, there. That really made me laugh because it was like a full extension of the yeah. arms, like double fist punch. That was a like, I'm a man, you're a boy, Victor <laughs> Arvidsson. Sit down. Remember me, Victor? Boom. Boom. They would have been teammates. That's yeah, a good yeah one. they would have been. Um, I want to talk about Ekholm as well because in the final minute or so of that hockey game, he was unreal. And he didn't have a stick. Yeah, he didn't have a stick. <laughs> and he was finding a way to make like effective defensive plays with no stick. The guy's been unreal. Like, again, we could sit here every show from now till the end of the season, then for 82 games next year, and talk about how good Victor, uh, or sorry, Victor, uh, Matthias Ekholm is. And we should. Do you, know, um, do you know what was cool about that, though? Was his ability to read what the Kings were doing. Mm-hmm. So he he's not just laying down on the ice for... To cool himself, cool his belly off, you know, like mm-hmm. they're making those cross ice passes and they made him a couple of times. And then eventually he just lay there and it was like, you ain't doing this. And if you're going to do it, you're going to have to chip it right over me. So yeah. just shows the intelligence that he has and the awareness of being a good defenseman in the league. And it is quite remarkable, really. Yeah. Ryan says Doughty was losing it. Yeah. I mean, when things don't go Doughty's way, he likes to cry a little bit. Jake mm. says Ekholm is our pronger. I love that. I said it the day they acquired him, the best defenseman this team's had since Chris Pronger. So there you go. Um, Quaddy says the Kings negative trap hockey sucks. They're so boring. They are. They're painful. I hate that one, three, one, but last night was encouraging because the Oilers showed that they can keep up. With yeah. that kind of a game or not keep up. They can survive in that kind mm, yeah. of a matchup in that kind of a game. You know, that's a Kings team. I get they're missing Fiala, but again, largely pretty healthy for that hockey game. Came into this playing some really good hockey and the Oilers just kind of said, hey, we'll play however you want. You want to do running gun? We'll beat your running gun. Oh, the Kings want to slow this game down and have it be really tight checking. Yeah, we'll do that too. It's not a problem. It was um, it was encouraging, encouraging to see that for sure because was it Philadelphia? Delphio did that to us twice, right? It was yeah, really, yeah. And they just couldn't seem to break through it until like late in the third period. And then it's good to see that they've now figured that out because eventually it comes to a point where it's like, okay, well, like you can't just have teams do this to you every single time you play them. But last night, yeah, it was definitely an encouraging sign against a team the Oilers could likely face in the first round. Although, like, I'm not convinced they still can't win this division. I know they're only a point behind, which seems like a bit of a silly statement, but the schedule. Plays in the Oilers' favor very, very well. I think they're going to win out. Vegas have Minnesota back-to-back next. Let's talk about the AMA travel out-of-town scoreboard as we've uh, kind of been keeping our tabs on it over the last couple of weeks. And you're right. Tomorrow at 8 o'clock, Vegas hosts Minnesota. Then on Monday, they have to go to Minnesota for a second game. And this is a wild team that is playing wildly good right now. They are not the Minnesota mild. They've won three in a row. They're seven, one and two in their last 10. I know Vegas is seven, two and one in their last 10, but I think they're starting to leak just a little bit. And they lost last night. The AMA travel out of town scoreboard. I went the Oilers way. Yep. God. (laughs) Did I miss something? No, no, I can't repeat it on the radio. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Big win last night for the San Jose Sharks. Who scored the OT winner? Who do we have to thank for this win? Noah Gregor. Really? I don't know. I didn't see. I was Jason Gregor. Logan Couture, who we all love. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. It's just the Sharks. They're such an interesting team. We spoke about this when we were in Vegas and mm-hmm. they played San Jose. It's like, this is when they had team on my Look at that top line. You're like, boy, oh boy, that is a good first line. And then you're like, oh, well, 
That's it. <laughs> Fart noise. Yeah, they're <laughs> terrible after that. Uh, so right now, Edmonton sits alone in second place in the Pacific Division. But it is worth noting, if the Kings were to win their game in hand, they would pass the Edmonton Oilers. So that's, you know, noteworthy, I guess. But it is nice to kind of have it be a situation now where the Kings have to win that game if they want to pass you. They get Seattle on Saturday, Vancouver Edmonton again next Tuesday, huge game in LA. And then they go Vegas, Colorado, Vancouver, and the season with Anaheim. So their next set of games, remember, Vancouver's suddenly playing some of the best hockey in the NHL. Smart. Se- Seattle, Vancouver, Edmonton, Vegas, Colorado, Vancouver. That is uh, that is a tough run for the LA Kings <laughs> and the Vegas Golden Knights, Minnesota, Minnesota, Nashville, LA. So a head-to-head, mm-hmm. it, as long as that game doesn't go to overtime, yep. the Oilers will have a chance to gain points on those two. Like If you view that as the game in hand for these two teams, well, they can't each win their game in hand then. And then uh, Vegas ends the season with Dallas and then back-to-backs against Seattle. And again, hopefully that's a Seattle team who has a little bit to play for and they're actually you know, not resting guys in the final two games or anything like that. The Oilers are two points back of Vegas. Vegas has a game in hand. They don't play each other head-to-head anymore, which isn't great. Um, but I don't think it's fully out of reach. The other thing to remember, last night, the Oilers picked up their 40th regulation win. Vegas is only at 34. LA's at 33. So Edmonton owns the tiebreaker over both of those teams. Edmonton's 40th regulation win, they became just the second team in the NHL this season to hit the 40 regulation win mark as well. Boston in first at 49, Edmonton at 37, and or Edmonton at 40, Toronto in third with 37. Um, so there you go. There's your AMA Travel Outer Town scoreboard. Let me ask you a question. Okay. We talked about on Oilers Nation Radio earlier in the week who you would prefer the Oilers to play in the playoffs. We all kind of said Vegas. Mm-hmm. Does last night's game change your opinion if they have to face the Kings? No, because I think they had an easier time against Vegas still. And I think last night kind of showed LA is still that real pesky, tough to play against team. I don't know. You can't bank on Stuart Skinner stopping 43 every single game. So LA would still worry me. Yeah, I think with LA, they just, like we mentioned, they, they do have some X factors. They're, they're a greasy team too. They can weigh you down. Yeah. Like I think the others have more of an, of an advantage against Vegas, but... I think the others are more than capable. Capable. I can't even speak. That's how excited I am of being literally anybody. I can just say, I just think that also, like, on the flip side of the equation, yeah, Stuart Skinner was great, but Corpusala was also great. Mm-hmm. He's not a 946 goaltender. Yeah, yeah no, true. he's not. That's he's going to come down to earth a little bit. Yep. Here. And the Oilers had some looks, like the one where Doughty's stick broke. Um, they almost got one there. Dry sidle on the power play yeah. early. Bouchard rang one off the post on the mm-hmm. power play as well. McDavid had a good look that got stopped. News could so. have had two, three. Yeah, and he was shooting the puck as well, which was good that's to true. see. So yeah, that's a good point too. Like the Oilers goaltending, yeah, maybe it's not going to be that good, but LA's goaltending might not be that good every game either. The reason I ask you that is because last night was a little bit of men versus boys in parts yeah. where the Oilers were just bullying them all over the mm-hmm. ice. LA player had the puck. Boom, you're getting leveled. By, and it didn't matter who it was. Everybody was hitting last night. Well, this is our big team. They have got some thick boys. And they're not just like big. It's like, oh, yeah, you look at the statue. It's like, oh, this guy's six foot. It's like, no, like Nick Buke's dad's a big, big boy. He's a like, pterodactyl out there. He's got arms yeah. that go from board to board. Like, <sighs> it's just this identity of the team has really shifted into a, a different direction the last two months or so. Yeah. Probably since they lost to LA. To be 100%. Honest. Yeah, that's 100%. the mark of the season where it's like, okay, we're done with this ticky-tacky shit where we're just mm-hmm. going to win, lose, win, lose. Now it's just win, win, win. Isn't that little John? All I do, All is, I win. do is win. That's DJ Khaled. 
Not familiar with not Lil John. Lil John would be uh shots. Shots, yeah. yeah. Which and LMFAO. Shout out to them. R.I.P. They're not dead. <laughs> Allegedly. They're not dead, right? Well, I mean the band is. Oh. Yeah. But the memories live on. Mm, sure. We're still sexy and we know it. Uh two nothing <laughs> shutout win for the Edmonton Oilers. Is there any part, BM, of you that says K? We're coming off to what I would call statement signature victories, even against two teams you're fighting with. Are you a little Oilers fan in you? Of course. Worried. I know what you're saying. Anaheim. 100%. They're so bad. They're so bad. So the thing that I'm worried about for tomorrow, <laughs> Oilers have more than enough skill to get the job done. No question. But they can't be looking past Saturday's game at what's coming next on the schedule. They have to go into that game with the same mindset that they had against both Vegas and LA and stomp them into the ground. The Ducks have lost six in a row. And they like, oh man. When was the last time they beat a team that was in a playoff spot? Oh boy. Go, oh, this will be fun. Carolina on February 25th, they beat them 3 2 on the road. Actually. So it's been like 36 or 37 days since they've beaten a team in a playoff spot. Yeah. Like, so that on. lines up, the universe lines up for me to be real upset tomorrow night. But at the same point, if the Oilers just play the way they're playing and have over the last few weeks, this should be fine. The bigger question is what do you do in net tomorrow? Skinner. Skinner. That's what I said. We were saying on Oilers Nation after dark last night, Aaron and I. Shout out to it's got to be Skinner. Yeah, like he got a shout And I know last time he got a shout out, they rewarded him by sending him to the minors for the rest of the season. Did but you yeah. see Woodcroft commented on that? Really? Yesterday? He, made a, he made a joke and that, um, let me find it. Let me find okay, it. You, you look on that. Uh, Epiphany says we think in Campbell tomorrow. Yeah, no, like it's, yeah, Darian. Skinner in until the last Ducks matchup next week. Yeah, 100%. Skinner tomorrow, Skinner Tuesday against LA, Wednesday, second half of back-to-backs, you go with Jack for that one. Yeah. And then you probably give Jack the last game of the season against San Jose if you wanted to. If there's nothing on the line. Yeah, that's a good point. If there's something on the line, you're probably playing him because I think the way, and I don't know if the NHL has officially announced anything, but the regular season for the whole league ends on Friday, the 14th. Smart. So that, that means there's going to be a dark weekend in the NHL. Smart. Yeah, that, that's what you want. I would imagine the Oilers playoff series starts Monday or Tuesday. So, <laughs> smart. This is what Dan, Dan, You're doing great. You're doing great, Gary. And the games all start on time, like you said. Dan, Last night, though. Was it close? It started like six, seven, eight minutes after the broadcast. Amazing. Wow. How enjoyable. I didn't even notice. Uh, I did see people comment about it, but Jay Woodcroft said... That the Oilers won't be doing the same thing to Skinner as they did last year after he got his first shutout. And Brackett says they sent him to Bakersfield. Mm. I will stand. I will stand <laughs> by the take that if they would have given, if they would have waved Miko and given Skinner the backup role for the rest of the season, they wouldn't have signed Jack Campbell this offseason. I think you would have known what you had a little bit more in Stuart Skinner. But then you would have had to replace Mike Smith. They would have like I think they would have gone been, like Kudobin or something. Or they would have went and done like the Huso thing. I think they went with Campbell because they felt like he was more established than Huso. Mm-hmm. Had like 50 more games played in his career or whatever. I think if they would have known what they had in Skinner, they wouldn't have gone after Jack Campbell. That's fair. But, um, whatever. Mark M, back-to-back, Stu shutout streak. Why not? Diz says, skin them all. 
okay, sure. That's something we can probably say. Um, Jack plays in Anaheim. Yeah, next week you can give Campbell that one. Uh, Quaddy agrees with the 74 starting on Saturday. So there you go. Oilers, Ducks, more. That's going to be a short for giant game day edition of the show. It is a Friday, though, on Oilers Nation every day, which means Bag Milk is here for the bro down brought to you by our friends at Star Mechanical. They've been one of Edmonton's top new home plumbing installers for the past 20 years. <laughs> Jay's awful. Oh, you're talking about betting. Yes, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but Star Mechanical, 780-481-8873. If you need 24-7 emergency service from Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating company, you already know. Give them a ring, Star Mechanical. Or uh, look at them online, starmechanical.ca. You want to see the the betting standings. Yeah, I, I don't normally He's sit on... units, though. I don't I, normally sit on the couch, so I don't normally see this side of it. And yeah, I'm just looking at the overall record. <laughs> He's terrible. But he's up 2.42 units. Actually, is this updated from no, last I, night? I didn't update it from yesterday, but so, J1. So J1 on a plus 215 bet. So he's adding another two units onto that. So he's at like four point something. Liam missed because Drysdale didn't get a second point. Shame. I got mine because McDavid scored, which means I'm up another 1.4 units as well. I'm up like 7.1 units. Hello. 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 And Jay. Jay's in second, Liam. You got to pick up the pace. Don't worry. I'll be back. I got a spicy one for tomorrow. Shut up. Ooh, no, you're not. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You rascal. Do you know what's weird? I almost was happier for Gavin than I was for Stu. Yeah. It, it felt like Gavin's moment last night felt my, like my Devin Shaw moment. Mm-hmm. When Devin Shaw scored, my phone, I didn't see it. And my phone went berserk. And I feel like that's how Gavin felt last night when this shit out happened. I saw he yeah. joined After Dark, which he wasn't scheduled to do, but he was yeah. just so excited we needed him on the show. And He's heading into the weekend on a high. He deserves it. He does. We let him work <laughs> from home today. I said, Gavin, you earned this, buddy. And he said, no, I want to come into the office. I said, nope. You're you shut out. Yeah, you're shut out. You're, you're shut out of the office, Gavin. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to our bets for today. It we, seems like you had something else to say. I don't we know. We hit the light goal. Hey, good job, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Light goal today was... 74 for obvious reasons. We're at 88. We're at 89. I liked it too. Ah, 90. So, I'll go like it. Uh-oh. Let's keep it going. Let's see if we can get to 100. We haven't hit 100 during a live show for a little bit now. We're about, I guess, 11 or 12 away, depending on what your account says. 11 or 12 away. Hammer the like button if you're watching on YouTube right now. I see it. There are 252 of you watching the show right now. Mm. 255 of you watching the show right now. It is very easy for 11 of you to hit the like button. Bag Milk said we can have beers after the show if we hit 100. Facts. Facts. We'll do ONR with a brewski. How about mm, that? Delish. Did he New text up- you that? I didn't see it. I just, I assumed <laughs> it's, I assume that's what he was going to say. Um, people are still talking about the McDavid hit. I mean, come on. Come on. If you want to laugh, if you're in the comment section, you want to talk about the McDavid hit, go check out the Kings tweet from last night when they said that Mike Anderson was not coming back. The quote tweets are excellent. Uh, Betway, 19 plus, please play responsibly. Liam, what do you like tonight? I love this. I I love it all, buddy. The underdog parlay, as I like to call it. One of the best home teams in the NHL in Arizona Coyotes take on the Dallas Stars plus 190. And then Vancouver, we did that thing the other day, Tyler, one of the, the hottest teams in March. Yeah. Plus 110. I'll take that juice as well. And Calgary, who knows what you're going to get from them. So I like the risk of just a, a nice plus 110 on Vancouver. And then, yeah, the Yotes. 
<laughs> the likes just boom. We're 128 now. Yeah. Good work, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for hitting that like button. Hey, listen, I'm just saying five. What the there heck? are 235 of you watching. We could get to 200 on the like count, which I don't think we've ever done. Uh, I think do we'll, it for Stu, people. Yeah. yeah come Actually, on. I have somebody else we could do it for. Ryan Murray was back on the ice today. Yeah. Okay. I see the chat. Also, <laughs> shout out to Vince, who's in the chat and says he saw me in Fort Hall last night. What up, Vince? Um, okay. Ryan Murray on the ice today. I think this is just a want to get a guy ready for when he's the black ace kind of thing. I think or this is Philip Broberg. That's what I want to ask. He played four minutes last night, Broberg. I think Broberg is. Gonzo. I would rather Ryan Murray sit in the stands like he's been doing all season yeah. Philip Broberg playing. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's just the case too of a guy trying to get up. The others need some right-handed guys. Maybe that's what they want. Maybe they want to have just... Isn't Murray a lefty? He's a righty. Oh, really? Let's check. He's played so little we don't remember. <laughs> oh, that's what he looks like. <laughs> yeah, he was your man crush. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a very tan individual. He's a lefty, Liam. Well, I'm sure he could. Yes, we'll yeah, flip learn. it around. Maybe that's why he's been out for so long. He's been learning how to shoot right. <laughs> learning to be <laughs> ambidextrous. That's got to be it. Uh, yeah, Ryan Rashog says, Ryan Murray hitting the ice this morning. Don't know why he's hitting it. Interesting. Could use some depth on the blue line come playoffs. Long road back, but he's out there. Listen, if it's for the sake of you want Broberg in the final week of the regular season to just go play like 20 minutes a night in Bakersfield, then you bring him back. Sure. I still maintain this team is better going 11-7, and seven, and I will very easily say... Philip Brobrick's better than Ryan Murray, so I don't yes. know. I, I agree. I just think maybe you send Brobrick down. If he's not going to play in the playoffs, then just let him go and play in Bakersfield. They're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. He'll be their best defenseman by an absolute mm-hmm. mile. He's the other's best defensive prospect. And they're doing $2 beers tonight at and the Condors game. Two beer all night tomorrow. There you go. What a weekend. We should go down to Bakersfield. <laughs> they play Tuscanen. Tucson. What did I call him? Tuscany. I did not play that. That is a place. Uh, Tuscany is a place. Yeah. Rashad also said uh, optional skate for the Oilers today, but the team is having a bring your family and dogs to work day. Oh, that's and lovely. He adds they've done a lot of this under Woodcroft since he took over last year. That's very good. That's the good vibes. Yep. Brad Hunt on Levis today too. Apparently. Oh, former friend. Bring him back. Honestly, better than Murray. <laughs> Why not? Uh, I didn't uh, even see that. Yeah, someone just put it in the chat. I, they could be lying. It was Sean in Calgary. No, I saw it too. Elliot Friedman. Friedman. Ah, yep. uh, okay. There is another thing I wanted to hit on. I like that you brought up Murray because I was about to forget mm. that. Also, there is a petition, change.org. Maybe we can like put the link in the description of today's episode to get Jack Michaels to call the Oilers playoff games. When you hear that passion, when you hear the way he goes, man, how could you not want him calling? You were at the game last night. Yeah. You missed the last probably 10, 15 seconds of the game. Was it unreal? Where Jack was going completely bananas. I love like, it. I'm worried about him passing out in the booth because of how hard he was going in the paint. I love the way Jack Michaels calls games. Sign this petition. It probably won't do anything. Sportsnet can't do anything right. But like, man, he was fun last night. Oh, I know. He's fun every night. He's fun Can every you night. imagine him like Oilers about to clinch and like he's just going crazy on Sportsnet? It'd be awesome. Well, it is clinch miss potentially today. It could be. So the Oilers will clinch a playoff spot. If the Jets lose in any fashion to the Detroit Red Wings. Let's go, Wings. Here's here's a look at the Pacific Division playoff race. Um, Yeah, so if the Wings beat the Jets in OT or regulation, the Oilers will clinch because as our pal Matt Iwanek says, magic numbers one. One. 
So the Oilers will either clinch with a with a Wings win over the Jets, or they can just take care of business themselves tomorrow against Anaheim, and we will be living good on Clinchmas. Yeah, it's always a nice time of year when that mm-hmm. happens. I always get together with my family, have some hot chocolate, mm. open some gifts. That's lovely. Yeah, we should make that a thing. We should buy each other gifts. For little Clinchmas. peppermint schnapps in there, maybe. Yeah, mm, we've nice. got to have a little Bailey's around the on the yeah. holidays. It is one of those things. I exclusively drink Bailey's around the holidays, and like that's it. And I always go. I make this mistake every year. I buy like the big jug, and I just don't touch it for a few mm. months. And eventually, I have to throw it out. Almost every single Christmas, I buy my mum a Bailey's. And almost every single Christmas, I put it right next to the one I bought last year. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I have Bailey's in my coffee every single weekend. Really? Yep. You're going to say day. Oh, wow. No, 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 no. <laughs> the not holidays, though, you could do it every day. Well, no yeah. Does, I mean, no like rules. any day is a drinking day. Yep. But Sunday morning, a little Bailey's and coffee? Come on. I do. I like the taste. I should start doing it more. Yeah. Treat yourself. Mm. A little Maroon 5 on in the background, perhaps, too. This love? Whatever you want. Okay. Why? Why? <laughs> They have a song called Sunday Morning. So okay. does No Doubt. Hey, BM, can you flash your hoodie sleeve into the shot? Yeah, why? What color do you think that is? This is not red, people. That's super red. Anyways, we won't get into that. Uh, I think we're going to move towards wrapping this bad boy up. Uh, BM, thanks for hopping by for the bro down today. If they clench, mm-hmm. we're all going outside and taking a bite out of that lint chocolate rabbit. We do have a lot of chocolate in the office uh, we could eat. Uh, Bag Milk's appearance, once again, brought to you by Star Mechanical. Check them out online, starmechanical.ca. One last scan through the chat. Uh, Nate says Jack and Louie are the best in the league. Uh, Someone else said something, which I'm going to remove because we take zero Harner Ryan slander. I'd love Jack to do the games. I'd be fine with Harner Ryan, too. Friend of the show, friend of the network. I love Harner Ryan. He's got a great story if you haven't heard. If you haven't heard his interview with us on ON Radio, go back and dig that up uh, from, it was a while ago. We're due to bring him back, I think. I think we are. Maybe a pre-playoff chat with Harner Ryan. Yeah, He's Harner a Ryan great rules. dude. His book is awesome as well. So no Harner Ryan slander, but yes on all the Jack love because uh, we do love Jack. Jack deserves this. And not given. I like that. Old Jackie boy. I like that. Uh, we're back tomorrow with a Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition of the show. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. So we'll be coming to you noon on a Saturday. I'm going to be mildly hungover for that show. Just a heads up. But that'll be okay. I'll be in Calgary behind enemy lines. Ah, nice. In the spare bedroom with a Connor McDavid sweater behind me. Eight o'clock tomorrow night against the Ducks. Noon is the time of the show. A big win for the Oilers against the LA Kings in first place in the division. It's right there. You can almost grab it. It's Clinchmas, baby. It's Clinchmas, baby. Enjoy your Friday night, Oilers fans. We'll talk again tomorrow. Go Red Wings. Thank you.